Welcome to the latest in our Aberdeen Closed End Fund podcast series, where we catch up with our portfolio managers around the globe to gain some perspective on these complex market conditions. Today, we are focusing on Indian equities with the manager of the India Fund, ticker IFN, Mr. James Tom. Welcome, James. Thanks, Dan. Great to be with you. Great. Great to have you. Happy summer. James, it'll be good to start with more of a high altitude view of the Indian economy, Prime Minister Modi, his administration, and overall capital markets. Sure. So it's fair to say India is not immune from the global headwinds that uh, we're seeing uh, Buffett uh, economies and and markets uh, across the world. So it is being impacted by the slowing global growth and risks of recession in the West, higher inflation, rising rates, and, and the stronger US dollar. And I would say when you think about India, the, the particular sort of pain point has been the high oil price. India is a large net importer of oil. And so with high oil prices, that has been weighing on the uh, on the Indian rupee, which we've seen weaken quite a bit against the dollar. So that's been a source of concern and obviously the risk that uh, India will be importing inflation. And we have seen inflation pick up a bit in India and the central bank has responded to that by raising rates in the last uh, quarter or so. Having said all of that, I would say that India is, well, certainly as a market, stock market has held up considerably better than the rest of Asia. And overall, these sorts of pressures are less acute, I think, in India than much of the rest of the world. Why is that? Well, I think India is less exposed to the downturn in global export demand. Uh, It's got a much smaller uh, tech industry. So we're seeing other Asian markets sell off as the semiconductor cycle takes a turn for the worse. Uh, India hasn't had to deal with that. And in contrast, India's still enjoying the sort of rebound effect from, from COVID reopening in stark contrast to, to China, which is still pursuing the zero COVID policy. Broadly, I mean, you asked about Prime Minister Modi's administration and, and policy. The backdrop remains broadly supportive. We had a very pro-growth budget in the early part of the year. And so overall, I would say that uh, the domestic picture for, uh, for the Indian economy remains a reasonably resilient one. And the market, uh, you know, that's being reflected in the market performance as well. And James, have you reshaped the portfolio for the India Fund at all over the past six months based on some of this backdrop that we've discussed? Yes, we have. I mean, we remain bottom up in our approach and the, the emphasis is firmly on quality companies. To some extent, I think we've kind of doubled down on quality. These are the sorts of companies that are you know, more resilient through these sorts of turbulent times. We have you know, pulled back a bit on companies that, uh, or sectors perhaps that are exposed to some of the input cost pressures, inflationary uh, pressures, and consolidated into those that have got good pricing power and have been able to kind of offset some of that through, through hiking prices. So we've done some of that. We continue to have a large uh, absolute and relative position in the financial sector. And that's a sector where you know, actually, we're seeing quite a strong revival in, in the credit cycle. So loan growth is picking up uh, at the same time that asset quality is improving. So um, we continue to, to like that as a sector. That seems very positive. If I could switch gears for a moment, James, uh, from your perspective as a portfolio manager, how does the closed-end fund structure of the India Fund help you to effectively manage a portfolio like this? 
Well, I think, um, you know, often in uncertain times like this, that's when you see redemptions and flows out of funds, open-ended funds. Obviously, the closed-end structure doesn't have that issue. And I think that just gives you a lot more sort of holding power and the ability to position the fund uh, as you as you want to position it. You're not sort of forced to sell into market weakness, for example. Um, so I think it's uh, it's the ideal structure for these sorts of market conditions. And more broadly, you know, it allows us to look across the market cap spectrum and be a little less concerned about sort of liquidity risk. So uh, I think I see that as an additional benefit. Okay, thank you. And lastly, if we look at the marketplace, geopolitical activity, the Fed interest rates around the globe, in the Indian equity market, where you're out looking for opportunities, what are you finding right now for opportunities for this fund to benefit shareholders? Yeah, so I mean, I've talked about the, the financial sector already, where we're seeing actually a, a nice underlying growth story. I think we're also seeing similar sort of cyclical rebound in the Indian real estate sector. So we're well positioned there. Uh, and that's despite interest rates going up, affordability is still at um, kind of record levels. And uh, we're seeing a meaningful sort of recovery for that sector. And then from a more sort of policy standpoint, we've seen the Indian government uh, make various commitments around carbon reduction and energy transition. And that's um, being a nice kind of structural growth story over the, next, over the coming decades, frankly, uh, for, for renewable energy in India. And uh, so we've put a couple of renewable energy stocks into the portfolio in recent quarters. And, uh, and I would say, you know, the other area is tech. I mean, it's, it's been a challenging sector to be investing in with this uh, rotation out of growth into value. But for India, it's such a nascent sector and story still really very much in its infancy that notwithstanding that growth to value rotation from a sort of stock market standpoint, the underlying growth and opportunity in, in the sort of internet space in, in India, I think, remains a really exciting one over the medium term. So we've held on and, and, and actually initiated a new position in that sector as well in, um, in the last quarter or two. Well, thank you, James, for your insights today. And thank you in particular to our listeners for tuning in. You can find out more about the fund at abrdnifn.com. I'm Dan Buchanan with Aberdeen. Do look out for future episodes. This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered as an offer, investment recommendation or solicitation to deal in any of the investments or products mentioned herein and does not constitute investment research. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Aberdeen. The companies discussed in this podcast have been selected for illustrative purposes only or to demonstrate our investment management style and not as an investment recommendation or indication of their future performance. The value of investments and the income from them can go down as well as up, and investors may get back less than the amount invested. Past performance is not a guide to future returns, return projections, or estimates, and provide no guarantee of future results.